836, 24 minutes now before the hour of 9 o'clock. A couple of uh, really hot topics uh, over the last several months and in recent weeks have been, uh, number one, the sex offenders uh, in the public schools yep. without parents uh, knowing uh, this uh, 15-year-old that Fox 45 has been reporting on that has uh, been guilty of, uh, that has pleaded guilty to second degree rape and of, uh, of a two year old and a three year old, just unconscionable. And uh, secondly, the uh, sexually explicit books uh, in our schools. Uh, and uh, joining us on our newsmaker hotline is uh, Delegate Nino Mangioni, who's got legislation addressing both of these uh, problems. Good morning, Nino. Good morning, Sean. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you as well. Now, as well. you uh, you penned a uh, a letter to Governor Moore regarding the sex offender, uh, in juvenile sex offender in in schools, uh, and asking him to uh, support or assist you in uh, in your legislation. I don't imagine you've heard back yet, but uh, give us an update on that. Well, yeah, Sean. That, this is I uh, actually let me update you with the fact yesterday in my office for about an hour and a half I met with the mothers of both of these victims. Uh, this is heinous, horrifying stuff. These victims were as young as two and three years old. I really um, got a sense of exactly how this happened. It's just really sick and evil stuff. But it happened. The past is the past. What can we do going forward? Now the fact of the matter is. These, this individual, this monster, was allowed to attend the schools or attend Patterson High School. Um, that's where I jumped in immediately after seeing this story to file legislation. I filed the legislation a minute after reading the story that uh, the reporter Chris Papps put on Fox Baltimore. I then penned a letter to the governor. We sent that this week. And the reason I, I, we have not heard back, but listen, I have confidence that he wants to do what is right. I do have confidence there. And this is not a partisan bill. I mean, this is something, Sean, Bruce, from the eastern shore to the western shore, all over Maryland, we ought to be able to come together and agree. And I may be a Republican, I get that, of course, but that doesn't mean that Westmore is not my governor. He's the governor of the state, um, which I'm a legislator, I'm a citizen. I need his help. We all need his help here in order to protect these vulnerable children. Are you finished? I love him to support I'm Go sorry, you, you, you finish your letter to the governor by saying, my purpose with this legislation is not to assign blame, but to solve an identifiable problem that has placed and is currently placing Maryland's school children at risk every day. I fear if we fail to take action that it is a matter of time before something truly horrible happens. Uh, we have the ability to prevent this. And, Nino, are you aware of other potential situations that could lead to this kind of result? Well, the, what I'm aware of is that we do not know how many potential, it's like a ticking timeline, like this individual who are in the schools. So now we need to take action. And the point I'm trying to make is if we fail to take action, we are potentially going to have allowed a known sex offender in the schools, and how long until that sex offender who should have never been there in the first place offends one of the students, or assaults, I should say, one of the girls in the school. All because we failed when we knew the problem exists. We know it's there now. Uh, I mean, problems of the past have happened. We can't go back and undo that. But going forward, we know what's happening. We need now, today, to make the change. And that's why I went. I mean, I don't try to waste the governor's time here. I don't go about doing stuff like this all the time. But I filed the legislation right away. As far as I know, nobody had filed the legislation like I did immediately after this story came out. It's this time of year, it's 
you know, crunch to get it into the deadline. I was, I was interviewed on this. I spoke with the parents, doing everything I can to move this forward, to raise this issue. And the governor, he, he was brought, it was brought to his attention, said that he wants to do something to make sure our schools are safe. So we have to come together. And, I mean, if we can't come together on this, there's no way to come together on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a delegate, he's on record as saying that children uh, have every right to be safe in school. So he has said that, and we'll see if he'll back up those words. Uh, what is the number of the House bill, and, and did you reach out to any Democrats uh, for co-sponsorship? So the bill's still in drafting. It's called the Student Protection Act, so we need the drafters to, to I mean, I know they work very hard, but we need them to hustle up and get that back this week so I can drop it before the deadline, or else it goes in the Rules Committee's. And listen, Sean, it's not, uh, my intention down here is to, you know, have to work on substantial issues and get them done. But if we have to start naming names, we will, if it goes to Rules Committee, we will have to make sure that the people know that our bill is being held up. When it gets to Rules Committee, that's basically where it goes to die. Well, this is not something that we're going to let die. You know, you say that you have to do this uh, before, you have to drop it before a certain date. What is date certain? The Friday, this coming, or a week from this Friday. A week from Friday. Yeah, February 9th. Yeah, Yeah, February 9th is your deadline uh, for that. So the Student Protection Act is uh, being drafted as we speak. Uh, And you would think, uh, Nino, that uh, Democrats, and there are some good uh, conscientious Democrats uh, in in the legislature, uh, that they would approach you and uh, and and want to hop onto this thing because, as you say, this is a this is a nonpartisan issue. We all have children or grandchildren. Uh, it doesn't matter what their political stripe; they have no political stripes. It's their parents, and uh, they they deserve every right to not be preyed upon where they're in the classroom. No, you're exactly right. I've had some conversations with a couple, and Sean, we have to ask ourselves as an entire general assembly here. Are we committed to protecting these children? And I want to make this point abundantly clear also, because this happens far too often in Annapolis. My concerns in cases like this, they're with the victims. They are not with the perpetrator, especially in a case like this, where his crime was so heinous. Again, a a two-year-old, I was about to say second grader, no, a two-year-old, a three-year-old. And that's why I decided I couldn't sit back and not take action. And if we don't pass this bill, as legislators, again, we all need to ask ourselves, what are we going to tell the families of the next victim when they're sexually assaulted because we didn't do anything when we had the opportunity? So you're right, Sean. You know, good, decent, common-sense Democrats, they have to jump on board here. And I would like to hear them yell about this, yell to the media, yell on their social media. I haven't seen much of it. But that's what I'm trying to do as a legislator. I want to make that yeah. point here. Well, here, here's the point, uh, because any one of these students could be their children or grandchildren that uh, the, that a predator could yes. uh, could do the same kinds of things that they did this two- and three-year-old. More with Delegate Nino Mangione coming up, uh, and uh, we're going to ask him about his bill uh, to restrict sexually explicit materials from children in school. On our Newsmaker Hotline, Delegate Nino Mangione, Republican of Baltimore County. Uh, there's another bill, Nino. Uh, we've seen this 
this um, again made national news. The Carroll County uh, School Board uh, again with Moms for Liberty, uh, they were able to identify uh, tons of uh, books that they said had uh, sexually explicit materials uh, in elementary and middle and, and secondary public schools. Of course, the Carroll County Reconsideration Committee has kicked some of those books back, put them back into the uh, schools. Now that's being appealed. So you have a piece of legislation, House Bill 0025. Tell us what your bill would do. Well, Sean, I, I want to touch on that. And I, I just want to uh, touch on one thing real quick, and it goes with this bill also, but to, to, the, to go back one second to that previous bill, mm-hmm. I want to make a, a very clear point. And this also goes you know, for things like this juvenile justice reform, which you know, that might be a discussion for another day. I don't want to take too much of your time here. But this is how we get these small victories. Now, take this sex offender bill, right? You have to have clear goals. And you have to have the courage to offer legislation like that. And what we have to do is fight for this legislation, right? That's what we have to do and apply constant pressure on our core issues that are affecting Marylanders on a daily basis. And that's what I'm trying to do, for example, with this sex offender bill. I have 10,000 people on my Facebook. I have, you know, I can reach out to the media like your show, um, Fox 45, others. And you have to say this has to be done. And in order with the Democrats, it has to be done incrementally because we will never be allowed to make wholesale change. But we saw it with juvenile justice. We're seeing it with this sex offender when the governor you know, gets under pressure. And, and I do believe, again, that he wants to do what's right. I'm not saying that it's solely because of the pressure we put on. But these type of things may never go in my name. That's not as important with all this legislation as making sure whether it's one student is safer, one family is safer, um, for the Taxpayer Protection Act, for example, one more dollar is saved for a family. This is why I'm down in Annapolis. And when you talk about the sexual explicit books, we had that hearing. We had that hearing on, what was it, Wednesday. And we were against immense opposition, but it was a very simple bill. It removes books from public school libraries that contain very graphic and explicit sexual content. These books have... They're not, in, they're not appropriate at all for schools, for the eyes of children in elementary, middle schools. And it's abundantly clear, Sean and Bruce, that the individual content in some of these books, it's age inappropriate. It has no basis, no academic or social value whatsoever in providing children access with these books. It, there's nothing to be gained. And we've already banned some of them. And they want to say it's book burning and book banning. No, this is about setting a standard, which is what we are supposed to do as legislators, set a standard for our public schools, for the young children, and no one is saying, again, to remove these from public libraries. You know, if you want to get these at your local neighborhood public library, go ahead. But there's no place for this in schools. You know, any uh, final question for me, and uh, anybody on the other side of the aisle uh, hear what you have to say and say, yes, I'm sympathetic and I'll stand with you? So we... we faced a lot of resistance, at least in the beginning, um, from the uh, people filing um, their, you know, their chance to testify. Lots of groups, and I, I made a little video, actually, uh, about some of the groups, and it's surprising, you know, the Maryland Student Teachers Association, all these, hard to believe, but in the, the hearing, at least in the part that I was there, you know, the, uh, a couple of Democrats that asked me questions, one of them actually said, we're working on something online with this, uh, I think it was Delgan Henson, and she said, you know, are you familiar with that? Maybe there's a way to kind of work together. So I, would pre- I appreciate her question. Um, so we'll see how that unfolds when they take the vote and all that. 
Um, but this is a piece of legislation. This is a real-life scenario that had to be addressed, and our friends in Carroll County are doing an amazing job, and they're getting victories there. At least leave it to the local school boards is what we're trying to do and make the point here. We know, again, incrementally, we may not be able to get something like this done statewide, but we want to see our local, especially, like I said, in places like Carroll County and the Eastern Shore and Wacomica, where I believe they had the victory here, if this, we want more of that to happen. If anything we can do to fight for local control, number one, but number two, to make sure that we are raising the issue that this is happening. About That's a minute. What I'm going to continue to do and such. Yeah, just just about a minute left, Nino. You know, and I just wanted to. We we both know how Annapolis works. We we both know how these the supermajority works. Um, it is possible that your bill may not survive with you as a sole sponsor. In fact, it's been known before the Democrats would hijack bills Mm -hmm. and uh, pass them off as their own. Uh, Is that a possibility here, and would you be okay with that? I I mean, this is a tough piece of legislation to get the majority of Democrats on board with in the committee, but any mechanism whatsoever that forces change in the direction that makes Maryland a better place to live and, and removing sexually explicit books is certainly going in the right direction. Whether it's in my name or not is not as important as me as a legislator bringing substantial issues to the table and making sure, I mean, whether it's the gas tax, the Taxpayer Protection Act, listen, I put forth a bill to bring, uh, to make it steal and theft of a juvenile more, uh, a more harsh of a crime, right? Or more harsh of a punishment. Yeah. And guess what? That's in their juvenile crime reform package that they just, so that's how we win, is putting pressure on those things and you know, if it's not going to be in my name, but it happens, that's what's most important. Here. Very good. Delegate Thank Nino. You. Mangione, thanks so much. Have a great weekend, Nino. Thank you, gentlemen. You as well.